0: mole what mole paste? what Peace. is that oh god <laughs> One,
1: two,
0: three, four. um so how is everything going in cyprus i hear you've been um partying it up you are way too cool for me, Deanna. <laughs>
1: no, yeah. Um, luckily, did not do as much partying as when we came here over the summer. But um, the first weekend we were here, we stayed out pretty late. My um, husband's friend, um, sorry, my husband's brother's friend was visiting from Iran. And, you know, they can't, they don't have clubs to party at like they do here. So <laughs> we, we went out her last night before she left and, we, they, they came back to our place and we we're up to like 5 a.m. I'm way too old for that, but it was a good time.
0: I've always been way too old for that. Yeah. I don't think I've ever done <laughs> People don't realize Deanna is way more of a party animal than I am. And you can really hold it down. In fact, like, that's how you met your husband, right? In Vegas, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. My. There is no such thing as uh, no love in the club, okay? Yeah.
1: But yeah, luckily now um, it's been a lot calmer since that first weekend. Um, not, not as much um, partying and drinking. So I'm, I'm actually happy about that because I hate, you know, just sleeping the whole next day or just feeling awful. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Are you um, taking any like cooking classes or doing anything like cultural while you're there?
1: I did really want to find a cooking class, but that hasn't happened. But we did do a ceramics class, or um, like the pottery with the the wheel. Oh, I'm jealous. Yes, yeah, so that was really fun. Um, but that's it. Yeah, we we had like big plans to to do a lot of stuff, like cooking classes, dancing classes, but so far we haven't gone. We haven't gone to
0: it. <laughs> yeah, I, um, you know, the best way to like be satisfied is to lower your expectations by a lot (laughs) that is the thing that I've learned with age is to just lower your expectations and you'll be much happier yeah that's a good idea
1: (laughs) yeah I also had like big plans like my husband brought like his running sneakers and we're like we're gonna be super active and every day we're gonna like you know jog along the beach and I mean we have gone for a lot of walks but mostly I'm just motivated by like wanting to feed all the cats yeah
0: yeah I've done that too. Vacation Desiree definitely packs sneakers and gym clothes. And uh, when we went to, uh, where was it, Greece, like back before we had kids, we went to Santorini and I actually packed my workout stuff and like my um, fitness bands because I was trying to get pregnant and like part of it was just working out. And my husband's like, you're seriously going to use up luggage space for that? And so I had to work out. Yeah. (laughs) I
1: am very petty. Yeah. <laughs> I did not bring my running sneakers <laughs> but I did still plan on trying to get more exercise in, just like in you know my normal sneakers. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's yeah. I think that's just the right amount. That's yeah. like the right amount of ambitious Deanna.
1: Yeah. But yesterday we um there's um like a mosque here. Um, uh-huh. and then like around it, like that's like the area I think where there's the most cats. So I was (laughs) super excited. I have like always have a bag full of cat food with me. I'm crazy cat leading. And um, we were gonna, like, it looks like a really, like, a pretty good distance walk around um, the Salt Lake. But I mean, uh, maybe like a quarter or less into it, we realized like the path kind of just ends. And (laughs) we didn't wanna like walk back the way we came so long story short we were walking through very like deep grass like up to our knees like hoping there's no snakes and like (laughs) very oh my god
0: that is my nightmare what about ticks do they have ticks out there i don't know hopefully not (laughs) oh man did you guys do a tick check
1: Mm -hmm. we we did not (laughs) i guess we should do that maybe check yeah just in case yeah
0: why did you want to just turn around and... <laughs> <laughs> we
1: were just being lazy, like, oh, like we don't want to just go back the way we came. <laughs>
0: uh, that it was pretty funny.
1: Yeah, it was very stupid. And then we met um, these young kids from um, Hungary that we ended up giving a ride
0: back to, which, unlike in the U.S., I would never put strangers in my car, but... <laughs> Well, I guess you're with your husband, and I think like culturally, it's probably normal, right?
1: Yeah, and they were,
0: they just were like so young; it was like a,
1: a young couple, and they just How you
0: could young tell were they, they just didn't have a lot of money. Okay, Not, they were like, a young tw- couple. I'm like, yeah, they're M- like 20, might have though. a
1: problem with this. Oh no, no, they were like <laughs> maybe like tw- <laughs> I think they were 20. Um, and they had walked this like all the way up there, so oh. they were asking us about like the bus because I guess they didn't want to walk back and. I just, you know, you could just tell they were traveling on a very low budget. So we're like, <laughs> they are probably not going to murder us. So we'll give them a ride back to the town.
0: <laughs> hey, those things are not mutually exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, yeah. oh dear. Um, that's just life advice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the most
1: paranoid person ever. Like years ago, when I went to Greece, um, um, when we, we got to, I think Eos and. I don't even know how this woman started talking to us and she was like asking us where we were going. I guess like my friend told her and then she's like, Oh, I'll like drive you. Um she had like a minivan. We had like our, our suitcases. And I'm like looking at my friend, like, I'm not gonna go in this woman's yeah. car. And she's like, No, no, like my friend is like so like it's fine, like we're we're not in the United States, <laughs> like this is normal here. And she like convinced me to get in the car. And like the woman, you know, she did. She drove us to the, well, the place clearly we're you're not murdered. And, yeah. <laughs> we're sold in the sex trade. So I think I that turned out okay. <laughs> Yeah. She like knew the the owner and everything but it's just like
0: goes against everything like inside me too. No, that that's part. right. Yeah, we're very we are quite American and quite female. Yeah. Yeah. I think I that's watch fair. A, yeah, I watch
1: a lot of, yeah, forensic files and stuff like that, so I'm like,
0: I shouldn't be doing this. So yeah. do I, but you know the thing is like I I am such a like helper person that um when I do see people in distress, I do like kind of pull over. Yeah. And as I'm pulling over, I usually realize like by the time it's too late that, oh, <laughs> this was a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> so then I just like halfway commit and I'm just shouting at my car usually like, yeah. what's wrong? Do you need help? I can call. Yeah. Call you someone. Do you want me to call for help? <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that's, yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. At least you're not
0: Getting out and <laughs> walking up to yeah, the... I can't help you if you if you've got a flat. I can call AAA for you. Yeah, <laughs> but that's about the extent of it. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So it feels so good to be back, um, kind of in person. This is as in person as we get usually, so um, this is great. And actually, I don't mind the late light. Like, na- oh, the late night recording because I I do feel alert. Like, I feel fine. I'm usually up this late anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, But today we wanted to talk about kind of a different topic. I think that this is really an interesting topic um, just because people have been getting sick from, get this, buying food from TikTok, (laughs) which, okay, break that. Somebody, can Gen Z, like, come help me understand Why? Like, we don't have that much time today, so I'll keep my questions short. Uh Why? (laughs) What and how dare you? (laughs) um, So, yeah, people are getting sick buying food off of TikTok from people who uh, sell, like, goods or, or, like, plates or desserts or whatever, um, whatever that is, right? And in California, I mean, it's going to vary state by state about, like, what you can sell from your home um, food-wise. This is called Cottage Food, cottage like, the cottage food industry in California, which is, like, misleading because it's such a cute name. <laughs> like, doesn't that just sound so adorable? It does. <laughs> like, I feel like if I heard that this was a cottage food business, I would be like, oh, okay probably not going to give me salmonella. Like that doesn't come to mind when I think of cottage foods. I think of like quaint scones and tea. Yeah. Um, But in California, there's rules about this. And I think this really took off during um, the pandemic because people were looking for ways to um, make money from being at home. And I think that there's a lot of value to that. Absolutely. We need to have more opportunities for people to make money without relying so much on like businesses or industry, whole industries, especially like the tech layoffs, like most recently, you know, that's huge. And a lot of families are going to be affected by that. So I think it's a really good idea to have this industry exist. Um, But I think where, you know, in order to have an industry thrive and exist, you need a lot of regulation and oversight because if you don't have that, especially with foods and people get sick, you end up with like complete bans and that's no good for everyone because mm-hmm. just because something's banned doesn't mean that people aren't doing it either. Um, so let's talk about this industry. First of all, there's a couple of things that you need to know to be considered a cottage food industry. There are two classes, I believe. Yeah, two classes of um, cottage food businesses. There is the kind that can sell um, home, kitchen prepared foods directly to the public. And then there's the class B, which is home, food, kitchen prepared that sells directly to the public or indirectly through restaurants and food markets. So, Class A and Class B. Class A, if you're selling straight from Instagram or your website or whatever it is, um, the food that you prepared out of your kitchen. And your Class B, if you do that or you sell it through restaurants, like maybe you make bagels, like really, really good bagels, and you sell it to your coffee shop down the block, and then they sell, you know, um, to their customers. So the other thing is that um, under a class A operator's license, like you need to have less than $75,000 annually. Gross sales of less than $75,000. And then for the class B, it is um, $150,000. Okay, so... Deanna, have you ever um, bought food online from like Instagram? No,
1: no, this whole TikTok thing is crazy to me.
0: Actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, there there is a business and I don't know they're active anymore, but it's called Indulge LA. And I did buy, um, oh gosh, I bought like a Mother's Day gift for my friend in San Diego. Um, and it's these really, really cute like, You know those chocolate hearts that people had that, like, was trending for a while? Like, the chocolate Mm -hmm. hearts that you can break? Yeah. It was that. And then she had, like, medium-sized ones that were filled with, like, cake pop stuff ingredients. Like, so one was brownie. One is, like, caramel. One is Mm, all kinds of delicious feelings. Yeah. It was, like, truffles, basically, on the inside. So I bought that for my friend. And I did buy one for myself, too, when I gave birth to my second kid. You got to treat yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was delicious. Um, but I think that's the only time I've ever bought food off of the internet, like off of like a Instagram.
1: Mm-hmm. I've seen, I, not like I haven't purchased anything, but I've seen, um, I guess like ads for, I guess it's like an app where you can either like make the food to sell, like make food from your home and sell or um, purchase food that someone else made in their home. What is this app? I can't oh, think of the name. Yeah, um, I'm trying to find it, but I can't.
0: That is so. I thought it was a good idea,
1: though. Yeah, but I think they actually make someone like come to your house and like check out your kitchen and all that, like approve it for.
0: Oh, make kind sure it's of sanitary. like. Like an Airbnb for like food hookups, mm-hmm. right? Like Airbnb. Yeah does send people out to, like, the places to check to make sure that this listing is what it says it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I wish I could remember the name. I thought it was was a good idea, just, like, we're talking about people wanting to make extra money, and at least there was some sort of, like, regulations.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking, yeah, like, definitely, like, what I've learned working in policy that it's never a good idea to do an outright ban on goods or services, because if there is a need for it, oh, hello, Penny. <laughs> if, if there is a market for something, it's going to happen no matter what. And um, the answer is regulation for at least for public safety. Um, so, yeah, putting more guardrails would be a good idea. Let's...
1: It's actually found it's called dish divvy. Dish divvy. Yeah. That's cute. Discover homemade meals
0: near you. That is cute. Yeah. I wonder what their policies are. We should look into that and see, like, is this something that is a good idea or a bad idea? Um, Essentially, though, like, we wanted to, you know, the point of this episode is really to kind of give you some insight into, like, the thought process that we put into anal- um, analyzing businesses, <laughs> business ideas and what we see. Um, So I thought this was a good one. Let's go over the list of things that are approved by the Department of Public Health in California for, like, cottage food sales, cottage food operations. Um, You want to do the first one, Deanna? The first one
1: is baked goods without cream, custard, or meat fillings. So some examples are bagels, biscuits, bread, brownies, Pies with fruit only, again, no cream or custard or meat.
0: So no pot pies. No, no pot pies, no shepherd pies, no cream pies. Which um, is too bad because I think ube cream pie is amazing. Um, okay, but like muffins, macarons, um, tamales, but fruit only tamales. I haven't even heard of fruit-only tamales. Neither have I. I wonder why, like, no cheese? You can't do cheese tamales? Cream, custard, or meat fillings? None of those. Does cheese count as, a (laughs) cream filling? Such a good question. (laughs) Actually, yeah, they should have a whole category for cheese. Actually, maybe they do.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we haven't gotten that
0: far. (laughs) Maybe they do. (laughs) Like dairy? Or I don't know. Yeah, maybe, like, dairy. Eggs? Oh, eggs, Yeah. Okay, so that's the first category, baked goods without cream, custard, or meat fillings. The second category is candies and confections. That's my category for sure. So examples they give are brittles. <laughs> wow, they came right out the gate with the grandma food. <laughs> brittles, candied apples, candied popcorn, like <laughs> in parentheses, balls, caramel, or chocolate. So I guess you can't do cheese. Huh. Um... Maybe not, because they specified the type of candied popcorn you can do. Um, caramels, cotton candy, chocolate-covered non-perishables, including marshmallows, nuts, candied, dried fruit, potato chips, or any combination. Edible dessert sprinkles, including sanding, crystallized sugars, um, non-perial... How do you say that? Non-pareils? pareils Perils? I think so. (laughs) I don't know. Somebody's going to correct me and I'm going to feel stupid, but that's fine. Um, Confetti or sequences. Um, Freeze-dried candies. Okay, so if you have a nitrogen tank and you're freeze-drying your candies, please let me know. You probably can do other things with that. Fudge, ground chocolate, hard candy, uh, marshmallow bars, marshmallows without eggs, Mm -hmm. popcorn balls again. <laughs> Salted <laughs> caramels, not just caramels. <laughs> Spice sugar and toffee. Toffee, I would put that up there with the brittles.
1: Have you had chocolate covered potato chips? <laughs> That's my question.
0: <laughs> I have seen them. I don't think I. Oh, I think I had them once, and I was kind of like, Absolutely. eh, eh, not worth the hype. Yeah, yeah. I see them all over the place though.
1: Uh, I haven't seen them. I, mean, I love chocolate covered pretzels, but I have never seen potato chips with chocolate
0: i think they have it at trader joe's yeah okay and you know if you like the chocolate covered pretzels you must try the dark chocolate covered pretzel slims at trader Mm. joe's it is like the most decadent ratio of chocolate to pretzels that you can find in a confection
1: oh that's dangerous
0: (laughs) it is dangerous they sell it in like smaller bags. So you're kind of okay. Okay. But yeah, you can't just have one for sure. Yeah. The third category, Deanna.
1: (laughs) Extracts containing at least 70 proof or 35% food grade for human consumption, ethanol slash alcohol. So only those listed or combinations of those listed are allowed. So for example, apple, apricot, Blackberry, blueberry, cherry, chocolate, clove, cinnamon, cranberry, grapefruit, lemon, lime, orange, peach, pear, pineapple, pomegranate, raspberry, strawberry, and vanilla.
0: Wow. Number one, this is making me want to make my own like extracts because this sounds like a very interesting list. And number two, you go with apricots. <laughs> that's is, that's how you read it? Apricot? Is that the right way? How do you read I call it? Them, I call them apricots. Uh, oh, wait, call no, them no. Apricot. Yeah, I call them apricots. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the fourth category is dried, dehydrated, and freeze dried foods. Examples include baking mixes. Oh, that's a good cottage food, like home sales idea, like making your own. Protein pancakes or ready-bake um, brownie mixes. That's mm-hmm. a good idea. Bean soup mixes. That makes sense because those are non-perishable usually, mm-hmm. like assuming it's the dried beans. Cereals, coffee, fruit. They really want you to sell fruit. Fruit powders, <laughs> fruit roll-ups, grain mixes, granola, ground chocolate, herbs and herb blends, chocolate, hot chocolate mix, mole... What? mole paste what Pace. is that oh god <laughs> no oh my god it happened it got me <laughs> oh my god chameleon um yeah mole paste <laughs> pasta popcorn potato chips, seasoning salt, spice mix or rubs, tea, trail mixes, vegetables, what? Oh, dried, okay, dehydrated and freeze-dried foods. Vegetables, vegetable chips, vegetable soup mixes. Okay, that makes sense to me because this is like a, basically a list of like non-perishables. So, yeah, that one's good. Okay, uh, Deanna, you want to read number five? Yep. So
1: number five is frostings, icings, fondants, and gum paste that do not contain eggs,
0: cream, or cream cheese. So here we go with the cheese and the eggs. Oh, you know, there's a little like asterisk next to the eggs. And it (laughs) says that frostings and icings made with meringue powder, powdered eggs or pasteurized pasteurized eggs are allowed. Which makes sense to me because that's like There's so much risk of salmonella and E. coli using eggs, period. Um, And especially with frostings that, like, you often don't cook frostings unless you're doing, like, an Italian frosting or Italian meringue. Like, you don't heat it up enough. So, yeah, that makes sense.
1: But what are the examples? Yeah, so buttercream made with butter, traditional vegan and chocolate. Chocolate frosting with commercially manufactured balsamic vinegar. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, that's weird. (laughs) Side note: that all the balsamic vinegar here in Cyprus is like clear, which has totally been throwing me off. Really? (laughs) Why? Oh, we gotta get into that. You gotta. Yeah. Uh, Fondant, regular, and chocolate. Flat icing, gum paste, um, pasteurized eggs only, and edible Edible images. images.
0: That's such a funny category, but I think they're talking about like when when you like make cakes with pictures on it, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh sugar glazes and vegan gum paste interesting, yeah um somebody who cooks, tell me why did they classify fondant as regular and chocolate would is is chocolate a whole another category of fondant, or is it ganache? are they talking about ganache um I don't know. That's kind of weird. And then buttercream. I so I think I know the answer as to why buttercream is okay if it's made with butter. Because I believe that the oil content is in butter is so high that it is not prone to like mold or bacteria. Like um like honey. That's my hmm. guess. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then that's perfect. Number six is is honey and sorghum syrups. Only pure. No additional ingredients are allowed. And I'm sure I have some apiarist friends. I know I do, actually, um, who will stand up and say, yes, pure honey is not going to rot or um, mold or get any kind of, like, you know, nasties in it. (laughs) Although you're not supposed to eat honey while you're pregnant or give it to a baby within their first year because of like natural botulism in it. Huh. I
1: didn't know that. I, think I knew yeah. about the babies, but not the pregnant moms.
0: <clears throat> yeah. That was a tough time. Yeah. <laughs> um, see. Number seven.
1: So fruit butters, jams, jellies that comply with Part 150 of Title 21 of the Code of Fed- Federal Regulations. So hmm. only those fruits listed in the CFR are allowed. Additional fruits or vegetables will not be approved.
0: Okay. I think that kind of makes sense. So I'm, I'm not going to click on the list to see what the federal regulations are, but I'm guessing that it's because butters, jams, and jellies have to cook down in order to like get it to the right consistency. So that probably lends itself to like safer handling. Mm -hmm. Um, Similarly, you've got number eight, which is nuts, nut mixes and nut butters. I kind of feel like that can go under the non-perishables, except for like the nut butters.
1: Yeah, Um, I agree. Uh, Number nine is powdered drink mixes made from manufactured ingredients. Drink mixes cannot be labeled with protein because the amount cannot be determined.
0: Ew. That one... That one really grosses me out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Who's... Is somebody selling powdered drink mixes... Let me think about that for a minute. What kind of powdered drink mix are you selling that is not protein? Like, would that be like a uh, maybe freeze dried fruit that you crush and you like make your own homemade Kool Aid? I don't know. <laughs> I uh, maybe or like make your own emergency, but it's made from
1: manufactured ingredients, right? So can it couldn't be oh just
0: fruit. Oh. That sounds bad. (laughs) Here, add this to your water. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, that does not sound good to me. That should just be not allowed. Yeah. And then finally, number 10 is vinegars and mustards. Example, mustard. Plain, without eggs. Um, Other example, vinegar. (laughs) And then fruit-infused vinegars. But only high-acid fruits, such as apple, blackberry, blueberry... Cherry, crab apple, cranberry, grape, gooseberry, grapefruit, huckleberry, kumquat, lemon, lime, loganberry, nectarine, orange, peach, plum, pineapple, pomegranate, uh, quince. Is that quince right? I <laughs> was like, can you say one? it. <laughs> I think that's
1: how you spell quince, right? I don't know. It is how
0: you spell quince, but I think <laughs> but that's it's a quince, right? Like, like it's a- it must be quince. <laughs> <laughs> um, raspberry, strawberry, tomatilla, tomatillo, excuse me, and young berry. I'm glad that's over because now I'm very, like, very self-conscious about reading this. <laughs> I didn't know
1: apples were um, high acid fruits.
0: Me neither. Mm. Mm. Very interesting. interesting. Although I guess that makes sense. And it's like, High sugar, because I love apple juice, but every time I drink apple juice, it gives me, like, the worst stomach cramps. Yeah, I can see that. That's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I feel like my stomach is puckering from, like, too much sugar.
1: hmm yeah.
0: So, yeah. Have you, like, I would love to know, you know, um, tell us in the poll here, um, have you seen food, like, cottage food? being sold on Instagram or TikTok and how many of them didn't comply with this list. You know, I am curious.
1: Do you know some of the um, examples of types of food that people are getting sick from
0: on TikTok? I don't know what types of food they're necessarily getting sick from. Um, I just know that it's happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I personally do know people who are selling food from their home that do not meet this list mm-hmm. and um, like it's definitely upsetting because I know what the law is and like like I know who these people are so I feel safe eating it myself. But mm. number one – okay, let's put on our business strategy hat for a minute. Like number one, the risk associated with selling food is so high that I'm not sure that you know. Depending on what you're selling, the the greater the likelihood of getting sick, right, or food contamination. So I don't know if it's really worth it to carry insurance or take the risk with foods that could potentially harm somebody if your maximum income can only be seventy five grand a year, mm-hmm. right? Your total gross. That's your gross, not your net. Um, that's number one, and and number two, like. I don't know. I, I have kids and I have pets. And, you know, I was telling Deanna, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even bring a homemade thing to my neighbors. I'd, I'd just be like, I brought you some Costco. <laughs> like, you know, I brought you some roasted chicken that I yeah. didn't make. <laughs> You're welcome. It's free of cat hair. Yeah. Same hair. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean... I think this is such an opportunity, like, this is a good area, an opportunity for people to really um, make money on their own terms. I think that's wonderful. Um, But maybe, like, who knows about this? Like, who even knew that this is what it's called, you know, cottage food industry? Like, how would you even search for that Um, if you're you're just a person who wants to try to make some money and you make an, an amazing jam? Yep. Or you're Ryan from The Office and your mom makes an amazing salsa. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but, yeah, that is cottage foods. And any other thoughts? Like, if, if someone came to you, Deanna, and they said that, Hi, I want to sell cake pops. I, I'm really good at making cake pops. I'd like to sell cake pops. Um, what do you think? How would I how would you advise that person about starting a business from their home selling cake pops?
1: I guess first I would pull up this list and ask them what ingredients they're putting in their cake pops. Um, If they're putting any sort of cream filling, I guess cake pops probably have an icing.
0: Yeah. I think you make it with icing. So I want to know if the buttercream was made with butter. Yeah. If it Um, has eggs or not. Yeah. I think it's going to have eggs. Yeah. I think it has to have eggs for, um, but I think the eggs were okay if it's extra pasteurized, right? Mm. Yes, there was
1: uh, some sort of caveat.
0: Um, Let me see. Okay, so eggs, frostings and icings made with meringue powder, powdered eggs, or pasteurized pasteurized eggs are allowed. So that's for frostings and icings. What about cake? Hmm. Yeah, usually there's an egg in the cake, but
1: I guess. But you know what? Pasture, I think that's okay.
0: Yeah. Because baked goods without cream custard, like, so if you had, um, I think cakes fall into this category, category one of.
1: Yeah, cupcakes, it says,
0: yeah. Yeah, cupcakes. Oh, and cake, and, yep. it says Yeah. Up there. So. Should be yeah. okay. Cake pops would be okay um, if it's made a certain way. You know what's funny, though, is, like, every time I think of cake pops, I I just, like, the image of, like, making a cake pop is so off-putting to me. It, it just is. Like, <laughs> have you ever seen them make a cake pop? No. Like, I've, I've so I'm them. curious where you're going with I, <laughs> I've tried making cake pops before, and it was okay. very ambitious, I will say. But the process of making a cake pop is, like, you bake cake like okay. normal. So you have the quick bread, right. And then you crumble it into a bowl with your frosting. Okay. And so you have this like mixture of like very pliable, wet ish, like dough almost, but it's all cooked. Okay. Right? And you, you shape them and everything. But I think just the visual of like mixing that together and smushing it is just yeah. very off-putting to me. Yeah.
1: I think for a lot of things, I just don't like to see people touching my food. (laughs) Like, I definitely get grossed out by anyone touching my food, and (laughs) like, people are using gloves. That's the thing
0: too. Is like, I, I, I bet that a lot of people who are doing this are probably using gloves and trying their best to keep everything very hygienic. Yeah, but you know, a lot of things are often out of your control. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, you'd probably go through this list with them and make sure that they know like where the limitations are and where to find mm-hmm. this list. This yeah. is a very interesting list. And it was updated pretty recently. Um, this yeah, is yeah. as of September of just last year. Yeah. No,
1: this is very true. I'm sure most people don't even know like you said what this is called and where to find this.
0: So this yeah. is very It's an helpful. adorable name. Yeah.
1: Super cute. Cool.
0: Okay. So um, we should be back to, regular timing, I think for the next recording and yeah, let us know what you guys want to hear. Thank you so much for everyone who's been sharing our podcast and listening. Um, we are so, so grateful. Help us grow the podcast by sharing this with your friends, posting it up on your stories on Instagram, linking us, um, whatever you can do to spread the word. We would be so, so grateful. Um, the bigger the platform, the bigger the reach and the more people we can help And, um, you know, we want to hear what you're all thinking and talking about and see where the trends are basically part of that too. I'll say it again, is that I am definitely looking at what, what issues there are that are standing in the way of small business owners so that I can run some policy to alleviate that. Um, and then finally, one last announcement, join our Slack channel. We are doing something kind of, um, out of the ordinary. We are, uh, for better or for worse, inviting you all to join our Slack work group. Um, It's free. Deanna and I are both on it. Right now, it's kind of lonely in there. Thank you so much, Mary. I see you. Um, But join our Slack. It's a good place for you to kind of like touch base with us if you have a quick question or something that, you know, we can um, discuss quickly or not. You know, if it's not quick, we'll let you know. But if it is, why wouldn't we answer it? Right. Okay. So please join our Slack. Link is in the profile. Anything else you want to add, Deanna?
1: I'm just happy to be back. Yep. Looking forward to our next podcast.
0: Yay. Yeah. Okay. We will see you guys very soon. you have a business milestone that you want us to shout out on the pod let us know in the link in our bio we want to celebrate with you and before we go there's a few things you should know founders viva is for educational purposes only nothing in this podcast should be construed as legal advice always consult an attorney licensed in your state if you need legal help in some states like california this podcast may be considered attorney advertising